Hello and welcome to episode two of Manifesting Book Magic with Nicole Perella Remke. I am so happy to be back with you guys as we continue this journey of becoming a published author. And one of the first questions I've been asking myself is why start with a children's book? Why? What, you know, they're so simple. They're, they can be simple. Maybe some people think they're simple, but there's also so much that goes into it. And honestly, my real motivation came with the way that I love and use children's books every day as a resource working with students, working with my own daughter. And honestly, anytime we have an issue or a problem or an area that I want to explore, sometimes I'm at a loss for words. So I'll immediately Google search children's books in that particular topic. And by ordering books, it's almost like having a third party to help explain the topic, or it's like a jumping off point for further conversations. And anyone with young kids or young cousins or young nieces and nephews knows that kids love to read the same book over and over. And I see so much power in that because every time you read a book, you take away another little nugget or another little conversation comes from it or another question comes out. And that's what I'm so that's why I'm so fascinated with children's development and the way their brains work and process things. And there are a couple books that I use really often in my job as a PBSES coach. And remember, that's like a coach for teachers at this one particular school district here in Washington. And one of the books that I absolutely love is called Zach Gets Frustrated by William McCauley. McCauley. <laughs> I hope I'm getting that right. And it is amazing because it talks about the frustration triangle, how first you have to name the feeling and name the problem. And I've learned so much that around identifying emotions and being able to have that specific vocabulary to explain how you're feeling, that is an advanced, important skill that kids need. So like step one, 101 of teaching social emotional learning for kids is giving them that vocabulary to describe their emotions beyond happy, mad, sad. Those are the three most kids already get and will pick up automatically. But more nuanced language like disappointed or frustrated or lonely or excited, exuberant, eager, all these types of words to give them more specificity in what they want to describe and really noticing those feelings in their body and giving it a very specific name and books help so much with this and most schools now have a social emotional learning curriculum in our district we use one called second step and that's really where it starts learning to recognize and identify feelings so we have a lot of books in our home that talk about this so in the book Zach gets frustrated the first step is to name it name the feeling the second step is to tame it and by tame it they talk about chill skills and i like to call these calm down strategies 
So whether it's breathing techniques or body movement practices for relaxation or meditation or petting your dog or thinking about happy thoughts and memories or listening to a calming sound, all of these are amazing calm down strategies that I teach kids every single day at our school and that I do with my daughter. And then the third step, so it's name it, tame it, and then reframe it. That's step three, reframe it. So really teaching kids about the power of their thoughts and how their thoughts affect their feelings and how the thoughts that we think are just thoughts. Just because you think it doesn't mean it's true and that you have the power to shape and frame your thoughts. That's all about that cognitive restructuring. And I am so fascinated. This topic fascinates me so much because as an adult, I catch myself in these negative thought patterns. And so I'm constantly in that process of restructuring my thoughts, elevating my thoughts, choosing good input, choosing good people, choosing good books and information to feed my brain and really using my thoughts as a tool for success, as a tool for happiness, as a tool for coping with hard times. And these are things that I teach kids and want to continue teaching kids through my own books and celebrating other masterpieces, other amazing children's books like Zach Gets Frustrated. Another book that I love and that really inspires me is Your Fantastic Elastic Brain by Joanne Deke, PhD. And this book goes into that neuroscience and teaches kids about the different parts of their brain and how they work and what they do and how to optimize your brain. And I think teaching this to kids is so important because we all know that when we get upset, really angry, really frustrated, we do this thing called flipping our lids and basically you're in that downstairs part of your brain that survival part it's like fight flight freeze right and you don't have access to your prefrontal cortex which does all of the higher level thinking and problem solving when you're upset like that you literally can't think clearly So teaching those calm down strategies, getting the brain back online, this is really powerful stuff that can help kids, that can help adults, help us at home, help us in the workplace. These powerful social emotional skills and building this emotional intelligence is like the secret sauce for a happy, successful life. And I believe that 1000%. So my passion is just bubbling up and bubbling through because there's so much here to explore and so much to pass on to the younger generation. So much we can learn from them, some of these innate skills that they have. And I want to be part of that learning process back and forth, growing, expanding, improving, and loving this beautiful life we have. And furthermore, on this topic, you know, there are lots of uncomfortable topics that I want to dive into and I want to have the courage to dive into, whether it comes to white privilege or racial injustice or, you know, sex education or other things that can be 
you know, controversial topic. So I want to normalize these conversations. So it's not a one and done, but these are conversations that happen over and over in our homes, in our schools. And with every reading of a book, with every conversation, with every question, we move forward. And so there's this book, for example, we use in our home called It's Not the Stork by Robbie Harris. And this is my first attempt, my first dip, you know, teaching my daughter about her anatomy and about, you know, pregnancy and birth and interactions with others and, you know, beginning stages of sexuality. And I want to have those conversations with her. I'm passionate about these fabulous, amazing bodies that we have, and I never want her to feel shame connected to her body. So I believe these conversations start early, 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 even when she was a baby using the proper terminology for her body. So all of these things connect to me in my mind. And as I dive into my journey of becoming an author, starting with a children's book just makes so much sense to me because it's like opening the door for these conversations at home, at a year early age, when kids are so receptive to new ideas, new thoughts, new ways of being. And that's a big part of my why. And so here we are. And as we think about children's books, thinking about them as these little gems, like powerful messages in these beautiful little packages that give us hope And all around me in the world, you know, there's so much uncertainty, everything with COVID. I never really know what to believe. I trust scientists. I trust science. And watching the news is really bad for my mental health. But turning to a children's book and investing time and energy into the love of reading and into the love of learning, that is something I can get behind every single day of the week. So that is a big part of my why, and I would love to hear your why in the comments here. Tell me how children's books have inspired you. What is your favorite children's book? Why was it so powerful? And again, I would love for you to review this podcast. Give me that five-star review so this message, this journey can reach other people and we can continue to build this community for artists, for parents, for educators, for writers, or anyone that wants to bring their dreams to fruition. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you next time. Thanks.